We also have that technology available to us where we can actually see what consumers want to digest. So we know what kind of stories, what kind of properties they prefer to look at or, or read about. And so we then can harness that knowledge and that uh, research to be able to really pinpoint that particular audience. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest today is News Corp Queensland's real estate news editor, Elizabeth Tilley. Elizabeth has had more than 20 years experience in the media, having worked in newspapers, television and public relations, both in Australia and abroad. So Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Sam. It's good to be here. It's great to meet you, actually, because you're the local real estate editor for Queensland, where we've just um, moved to. And what is it like covering real estate up here at the moment? Oh, um, as you probably are aware, it's a very hot market here in Queensland. I mean, it's been been pretty hot in most markets uh, the last 12 months, but we've really gone from strength to strength. So, To be honest, it's been extremely exciting to be covering a market like this at the moment. I feel like we're struggling to sort of keep on top of every transaction that's happening because there's just so many. And the lust for lifestyle since COVID has really made, I guess, you know, the Sunshine State more prominent than ever because we've got the weather now that people can work from home more than they used to. Uh, We've got interstate migration increasing, the Sydney and Melbourneites coming here. Um, wanting to, when they can, when the borders aren't closed, wanting to um, <laughs> to live here in our beautiful state and, and work from home. And so that's pushing up prices. So uh, we've got all these homeowners who are making a mozza and then they're not being able to travel. So they're saving money and they're upgrading. And it's just a really exciting time at the moment. I'm really loving it. Yeah, it is. Is it exciting? And, and we're one of those people, actually, as we we're talking off air that came up from New South Wales and yeah. um, haven't regretted it for a moment. But um, how did you come to be in the real estate niche? Is it something that you've always you've always loved or? Not probably when I first started in journalism. Um, I, I guess I did the, the normal journalistic trek where I started out in the regions. Um, out in Bundaberg was my first job and um, covered a bit of everything then, sort of crime, courts, um, human interest stories, and worked my way up to the Career Mail where I did join the commercial property team um, about 12 years ago. And so I did have a bit of a, an appetite for commercial property then. Um, but then life takes you in different directions. I decided to go to London for a while and do the travel thing. And so I did a bit of PR while I was over there, pretty much just to fund my travels and then uh, came back to Sydney and gave TV a try. Um, So I worked for Sky News for a while on the business channel. So we did cover a little bit of of property there. We had a a real estate show, you might remember, on Sky News Business. So I'd host that occasionally. We used to do the live auction thing then. Um, 
and then I came back to Brisbane and hours with TV and sort of covering a bit of everything, I sort of wanted to specialise again. And I just bought my first house in Gordon Park here in Brisbane. So I'd certainly had a taste of the market and I bought it at auction, which was incredibly terrifying. Uh, and this was before auctions were really big in Brisbane as well. So um, it was an experience. And, and yeah, I reached out to a, um, an old colleague who was in the real estate team at the Korea Mail at the time and um, the rest is history. I got a job there. That was 2017. So um, been there a little, a little while now and, and really, really enjoy it. I love sort of specialising again and, and it's a market that um, I, it's around that is informative and consumers love it um, but it's got so many aspects to it so it it's great for news stories but it's also great for that lifestyle kind of featurey um, aspect and it's not sort of as controversial as some rounds um, can be so yeah I think I've really really found my sweet spot here. It's interesting you know because since I've lived up here I mean obviously I was you know, I used to read the Daily Telegraph in Sydney and, you know, that had some real estate news in it. But it seems to be that um, at the volume of it is even higher up here. Is is it just my imagination or is do you guys do more news stories? I mean, the, the, the Courier Mail lift out for real estate seems to be getting thicker and thicker and thicker as well. <laughs> so I sort of feel, I feel like it's not entirely my imagination. No, I think you're probably right. Um I mean, property particularly in the last 12 months here has has become huge. Our market, I mean, you would have heard how Brisbane's really sort of been that slow and steady pace for a long time. We've kind of gradually grown, you know, 2% here and there every year, no real um, growth, not like Sydney and Melbourne where you see these incredible growth stretches. Um, so we've all been thinking that Brisbane and, and a lot of Queensland was undervalued. And so now it's really been um, a time where we've just seen values skyrocket, you know, 20% um, the home values in the last 12 months. Um, and so that's, that's really unheard of for us. And so I guess because of that, the market's just, just eating it up and um, we're getting a lot, of, lot more advertising in our lift out because um, it's just such a good time to sell. We've got buyer demand at an all-time high. Um, the only problem is, is lack of stock. So we're still seeing that supply-demand um, ratio being a bit of an issue. But, yeah, the lift-out is definitely growing because we are starting to now see some of those sellers sort of come out. The uncertainty um, of COVID is kind of starting to wane a bit. They're getting used to it a bit more. And springtime, so it's a good time to sell. So our lift-outs have been particularly huge lately, which, um, yeah, I'm not unhappy about. It's amazing. And so I know um, you probably get asked this question a lot. It's a question I get asked a lot as an editor, which is how do you decide on the stories that go into the magazine? I mean, um, what are you looking for? Because I know agents everywhere, like they love getting editorial coverage. What what do you look for in a story that would make the Courier Mail either, either digitally or in print? Well, the lift out is a bit of a special beast in itself in that we've got quite a formula there. Um, we have a, a house of the week every week, which is sort of our star property. And it's a real chance for an agent to show off uh, a really special listing that they have. And so we'll, we'll choose those uh, based on, um, I guess, just how amazing the property might be, whether it's in a location that is particularly appealing to buyers at the moment. Um, whether it's going to attract quite a high price. 
uh, maybe with the owners have a bit of an interesting story behind them and are willing to talk about it. So we'll always talk to the owners of the property as well. Um, so there's all those factors that kind of go into making it more of a story than, than just what you might see in a, in a listing of a property. Um, we really want to go into depth about that. So the Lipdown will always feature a specialised property, but we also always go into depth with um, auctions. So we'll always showcase four properties going to auction on that particular Saturday. And those will be chosen generally by doing the old pick up the phone, ring around with some agents, see what they've got and, and see what the interest is like in those properties, how many registered bidders they've got, whether it's likely to sell under the hammer on the day and, and be an exciting auction to cover. Um, they're the main reasons we, we put um, a particular listing in for auction. Um, and then we, yeah, we do things like suburb profiles where we'll focus in on particular parts of the state that, that people might want to know a little bit more about, particularly now we have this interstate buyer interest. A lot of people don't know a lot about these areas that they're looking to buy in and they're buying sight unseen. So we want to be able to, um, I guess, give them as much information as possible about where they're looking to buy. So that's the lift out in particular. Um, but I guess, Sam, when you talk about the other aspects, so we have digital, which is um, obviously very important for us now. Everything we do in print goes online and a lot of what we do online doesn't doesn't make it to print because we might need to get it out straight away and you know we might need to get it out to that digital audience because we think you know it might not have have the leverage that print could give it. So with that we we're looking for things that are going to to grab attention a bit more because people's time spans on digital we found are, are fewer. Um, they don't have much time to read a story. The engagement, um, the average engagement from a reader is around just over a minute per story. So we really are looking for something short and sharp. So anything that an agent can give us about a story um, that's a bit quirky, uh, a human interest factor to it, um, something unusual, uh, something high profile, a high profile connection in, in either the buyer or the seller, uh, a bit of a history to the property. Um, yeah, so, something that's actually going to grab someone's attention and, and make them think, oh, I want to tell, tell my husband when I get home after work about that one. Did you, did you hear about this? That's what we're really looking for um, for a digital story. And then for print, for news, um, a lot of the uh, news stories have the same kind of factors that we'd go by, the same criteria, but um, we usually would go into a little bit more depth and they might be more data-led as well so that there's a bit more of a consumer benefit there and that people who are actually out there in the market looking to buy we want to be able to give them something that will help them in their journey to finding the property and that is being able to arm them with as, as much knowledge as possible to make the right decisions so we'll get you know some more expert commentary and um, go into a little bit more depth than we would in a digital story. So if I was if I was an agent listening to this right now, I'd be thinking, wow, like, and, and I'd be writing these down really quick. So we'll, we'll take some um, notes um, for everyone as well. But um, if if an agent wanted to get involved in any of that stuff, because I'm sure like us, you're always looking for sources and um, people to quote and, you know, credible people out there in the industry. Do you have any tips for agents who might, you know, might want to elevate their profile with you guys? Oh, look, absolutely. I think it's as easy, though, as just picking up the phone. I mean, we don't do it enough in this day and age. And if, if you can find out who the right person is to contact, um, 
the real estate team, you know, we try and get ourselves out there as much as we can. Um, pick up the phone or drop us an email and introduce yourself. Um, tell us what, what patch you're covering. Um, it's rare for us not to know most of the agents in the area now anyway. We really are pretty informed and have pretty good relationships with most agents. But I think also some agents just might not be can, completely sure about what constitutes a good news story or not. And they might be a bit, they might think of, of something but think, oh no, that's not worth mentioning. Mention it. Just, you know, let us know exactly what's happening as often as possible because we try to, to be across everything, but we just can't sometimes. There's so much happening um, at the moment. And I really do, um, you know, I, I get concerned that we're missing out on on so many great stories because we can't be across them all. So just don't be afraid to to reach out um, by email or phone and, and let us know what you what you're working on, who you're working with any kind of interesting we'll tell you if it's not newsworthy um and if it sounds like a free ad which obviously can be the case sometimes <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. we are in editorial so we have to be a bit careful with that line but um where we can we will work with you to to get the story out there and um do as many or as broad an audience as possible Something I always tell agents you know because we get the same thing like um we get people that email us for things that should be ads and we get people that email us for small stories and big stories and all the rest of it. But then sometimes when you look at it and you go, oh, this is interesting, and then you pick up the phone and say, okay, can you send us um, your bio and can you send us a high-resolution photo and all the rest of it, agents are quite unprepared. Um, You know, so I guess, um, you know, does that sort of thing, is that sort of thing helpful for you to be like organised in terms of like just a little mini media kit or something like that? Definitely. Um, I mean, we're always looking for images, high resolution images. I find I'm always asking for. And in this day and age of, of media, you know, we, we don't have as many photographers as, as we used to. So if, if an agency has a professional photographer on the ground who can, you know, perhaps have those photos for us to send, then nine out of 10 times, if they're good quality, we'll run them. So that's just a perfect opportunity to, to put it in front of us on a platter and say, here you are, um, and we will we'll most likely just use them as they are and, and run a story based on that because obviously the visual element of properties is such a big, big part of it. Also, um, I think, you know, we're always looking for commentary from, from agents on the ground just about how the market's going in their neck of the woods. It really is just sort of about um, not re- regurgitating what you see in a property listing, so don't worry about all the sort of flowery, big words or, or adjectives we just want to know the facts and um what's really interesting about that property you know the, the who what when where why of it um anything that's kind of a little bit of the human element behind it something um that will make readers prick up their ears um if you can check with the buyer or the seller whether they're willing to talk to us that is also saving a lot of time um and can be a big reason for us to either give up on a story or go ahead with it. Um, so if they can have that checked off before they come to us, then that's a big help as well because I've been, oh, great. Um, and, and just things like price and obviously sometimes confidentiality agreements come into play and there's a lot of that at the moment, which we understand, but as much information as possible like that that you can give us when you come to us will definitely all help us to be able to get a story up as quickly as possible. 
Yeah. So you're saying um, if if you can be really organised, if I can kind of summarise that for you, be really organised and have all of your photography and and all of your your pitch points, and you know and and make it easy for you really just to be able to have a look at and see and evaluate whether this is like this could be the home of the week or the suburb of the week or something like that. Yeah, that's right. If it's, I mean, we get so many emails every day. Um, to go through and a lot of pictures. So if, if yours can stand out above the rest, then that's always going to help. Um, but sometimes, I mean, it, yeah, it's almost like becoming a, a, a PR agent in yourself, a real estate agent. That's what they do for a living. They sell, they know how to sell. So it's sell it to us as well. I guess it's the same kind of approach. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely then be able to, to prioritise it in a day where we have so many different stories being thrown at us. If you can kind of grab it, grab our attention and be organised by having all of those elements, yeah, the images, the permission from the buyer and the seller, the details, then we're more likely going to go, okay, let's go with that one than, than spend more time trying to get another story up. It's the same here. We just don't have the bandwidth sometimes, even though you want to do everything, it's, you know, you, you end up... You end up almost sometimes it's you pick the people that are easy to work with and organised and have all the stuff there ready to go. Yeah, without without um, obviously you know um, jeopardising editorial integrity though at the same time. So we won't just sort of favour someone over another person if they're going to keep giving us that. We'll, we always try and take a balanced approach and um, make sure we run with something that is actually going to be newsworthy as well, not just. Um, yeah, so it, it's it definitely is helpful though if you can have those elements to us. Yeah, in years gone by, PR people used to, or well, some of them still do though. They send they'll they'll put together a press release, they'll send it to everybody, the whole world, and then you know sometimes they'll wonder a little bit why, as news organisations, they don't get picked up so much. Um, do you do you guys value? exclusivity or originality in addition to what we've just talked about? Oh, absolutely. Our biggest pet hate is when a PR agent um, sends the same release to three of us sitting together in the same <laughs> in a newsroom. And that happens so often. It just makes you think they haven't done their research. They don't realise that we all work in the same team. Um, they haven't bothered to to do that, and it just makes us angry. It just makes you think, oh, yeah, I don't want to bother sometimes, you know. So definitely, that's that's annoying. Find out exactly um, who you want to go to, and, and just go to them because we're not going to double up, um, even though they might be trying to get it in different sections. It's, it's we're not going to do that. So um, yeah, that's that's important. But exclusivity is huge um, as well at the moment. If we can get it. Um, even if it's embargoed, so if you say we can we can give this to you, but um, like from an agent's perspective, for example, if, if it doesn't go unconditional until a certain date, even if they can give us a heads up that it's coming, then we can plan ahead because we're always pitching to our editors um, and national other masthead editors if we're wanting to share stories across the group, which we often do, about what's coming up. So if we can say on Tuesday in a meeting, look, we've, We've got this big deal, this big sale coming up, um, but it doesn't go unconditional until Friday. Then that's that's fine. Like at least we have we're able to prepare for it and 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 pitch it across the network to run on that Friday. And we'll we'll definitely hold you to that. You know we're not going to to breach that trust if you are going to say yep, yeah, we'll give it to you exclusively and let us know about it in advance. So 
that's a, a big thing. Um, and, and, you know, something that, that um, would be really useful for agents to know. And I suppose, you know, I have some relationships certainly with agents who do exactly that and, and it works. And, um, you know, but they might have particular publications they prefer to go to exclusively. But I think, you know, with, in this media environment with, with a, a company like News Corp, we just have such a reach and such a diversity of audience through our different platforms that uh, it makes sense if you can come to us with an exclusive. Because if we see the same story um, the day before ours runs, we will, we will pull it. We, re- we literally probably won't run it. I agree with you. It does. It does make. It also makes for a better story, actually. If if you decide to put some resources on it, and you know, mm. turn it, yeah, it's it's have, um, have that time to actually make it into something bigger than being known. You know, being told at the last minute that it's happening. Yeah, if you can tell yeah. us in advance it's coming up, win win. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So you've talked about um, you just touched on reach actually, and I just want to um, ask you. You know, everyone knows the Courier Mail um, from a news point of view up here, but and we just talked about digital. But um, can you tell me about exactly you know what the reach of News Corp is for well for real estate agents in general because it's more than just print and digital, right? It absolutely is. Yeah. So we have we have several platforms, as you know. We've got. Obviously, print is still very important for real estate. Um, print advertising is shown for real estate to be very um, important. We still get a lot of people who, who pick up the, the papers on a Saturday before they go house hunting and, and have a look at the, the ads and the real estate lift out. So that's one huge platform. But our digital uh, platform, marketing platform, is also very much goes hand in hand with that now. And, and we have reach across... Um, not only all the mastheads in each state, but if you go by the, the local papers, but then you've got the Australian with um, Mansion, which is very widely read as well, and um, its site, and then news.com.au. Um, a lot of our um, stories will, will go on there as well as on the local masthead websites. And then, of course, um, and a lot of people might not even realise this, that we have that majority shareholding in REA groups. So, Many of our stories also go on to realestate.com.au, which is tapping into a whole other audience as well and a very targeted audience of people looking to buy or sell. So that's incredibly valuable. Um, and also from a broadcast, broadcast perspective in, in the News Corp umbrella, there's, there's Sky News as well. So um, you'll look and see some of our reporters on there talking about what stories are coming up or um, some of the realestate.com.au experts on there. Uh, also giving some commentary, so that's a chance. And, and some agents as well um, can get on some of the programs to, to talk about the market, particularly given it's such a big issue at the moment. So there's just a lot of different platforms um, under the News Corp umbrella where we can reach out to a much broader audience. And, um, yeah, it's important to tap into that, I think. Yeah, absolutely, because you, you, your buyer could be anywhere, right? You, you want to have the biggest reach possible. That's right. And we also have that technology available to us where we can actually see what consumers want to digest. So we know what kind of stories, what kind of properties they prefer to look at or or read about. And so we then can harness that knowledge and that uh, research to be able to really pinpoint that particular audience for, for someone. And so, you know, we've always got that every day we'll get data on, on how well 
certain stories go and, and how many eyeballs those stories get. So we're always tracking um, exactly what information consumers are wanting and, and how we can help them along their, their property journey. So uh, it, it really is. And, you know, that experience and that knowledge and that access to technology and data that makes us um, very specialised in our approach to be able to reach um, an audience. So that's really from an editorial perspective. But then, of course, you've got um, the marketing side of things too, which I'm less knowledgeable about. But obviously, you'd know a bit about it, Sam, about Elite Agent working with us on the, the How We Sold It um, campaigns. And that's been, been great. Um, and I know you've got one coming out soon, I'm told, on uh, a property that I absolutely love in Budrum that sold recently at 24 Box Street. Um, for $17.1 million and it's just this amazing estate. And I know you talked to the agent, um, Melissa Shembury, about how she sold it and how she really relied on marketing um, through all channels to try and get out to high-end buyers because uh, it was obviously a lot of money. Not everyone has that money available to them. So that, that involved a print campaign, a digital campaign, social media campaign. And in the end, I think the buyers um, had seen the ad in Mansion in the Australian and that's um, that's what they bought it from. But yeah, so it's it's really it's important to um to think about think big when you're thinking marketing and editorial. Yeah, I've been surprised actually. Um, I've I've loved this little series that we've been doing on how we sold it because, although I think number one, you know, the agents that have been involved in it have been very generous with um you know, sharing their knowledge and, you know, and, and their marketing strategies and things like that. But I also didn't realise, um, you know, I, I didn't realise myself the depth of News Corp just, and, and I think it's like seeing, you know, so we've been talking a lot about the editorial side of things um, in the Courier Mail and on REA and things like that. But with some of the digital advertising you do, you're actually just seeing those ads on normal websites, um, which also, you know, people are just reading the news on a normal, you know, on any normal day and they're seeing these property ads come up. The display ads, yeah, that's yeah. right. I know. And I think a lot of people probably don't realise that that's, um, that's part of what we offer, I suppose. The um, display advertising on News Corp websites will come up. It doesn't matter what sort of stories you're, you're reading about. That's It's called display advertising, so it will, it will come up um, so that people will, will just look up and go, oh, you know, yeah. I remember that <laughs> property. Attention, I suppose, yeah. Click. <laughs> yeah. Click. That's right. Um, yeah. So it's it's it is um it's it's definitely a targeted way of doing it that we we look at and um, we have those significant data partnerships for that reason because it's able to inform us of exactly where. Um, people are in their property journey and then we can look at an overall marketing strategy that really goes from SEOs to content services to promoting listings and promoting your brand to attract new business. Obviously, the other thing that we've seen really take off over the last 12 months is this idea of live streaming and video. I mean, obviously, you know, there's been at times when we haven't been allowed to meet in person and, and things like that. How is that evolving from your perspective? It's been a real game changer for us, actually, in the real estate team. Um, obviously, video has been around for a little while, but I mean, I've very much noticed agents themselves stepping up uh, when it comes to doing video campaigns for a property now. And obviously, since COVID with lockdowns, virtual property tours became the norm, virtual auctions 
um, became popular and it's not unusual to see many interstate buyers buying our properties sight unseen now because of the situation. So it's really become a vital part of the marketing strategy. For us, particularly from an editorial perspective, uh, we decided to, to come up with the idea of live streaming auctions every week through the Courier Mail website. And we've found that's been incredibly popular, more popular than we ever could have imagined, in fact. So auctions weren't really that big in Brisbane before COVID. Um, you might see them in the, the inner ring suburbs, um, but now we're seeing them right across the state because it is just so hard to put a value on properties in this market when prices are moving so quickly. And it's actually one of the most transparent ways for people to know um, what the value is. So we're now finding where people were once very scared of, of going to auction with a property or bidding at, at, at auction at a property, they're really starting to really embrace it. And as a result, we're getting that audience that's really akin to, to people who watch live sport online, I suppose. So we are finding similar numbers of eyeballs watching our basketball games on a weekend as watching our live auction streams on Saturday, which is, is quite amazing and, and great to see. So we'll have a, a lineup of about a dozen auctions on a Saturday, uh, sort of one every hour on the hour. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just, it just allows people to be able to tune in from the comfort of their home without having to go traipsing around um, the city all day and, and go to every single auction. And if, even if they're not looking, it's just something people find entertaining and, and being able to keep informed and on top of what the market's doing. So yeah, that has really been a big benefit for us. So we'll send a videographer out every uh, Saturday. We'll schedule in those auction times and follow around um, a few auctioneers um, as they uh, do those auctions and we'll, we'll film them live and record them and replay them uh, throughout the day. So it's become become a real, really um, important add-on, I suppose, to what we can offer. I've noticed that too, you know, when I said um, I, I think that there's a bigger volume of stuff up here, that was one of those things that, you know, I'd look at my phone and there'd be a like a notification from the courier mail saying the auction is about to start. And yeah. and and I was like, oh wow, they're actually this is this is like this is like Saturday sort of sport, but different. It really is. And I mean, it's, it surprised me a bit that we'd take off, but there is so much excitement in um, an auction. You know, it, it used to be the case also when we had auctions that most properties would pass in and the negotiations would happen in the hours afterwards. But now there's so many selling under the hammer, so that just makes it so much more. It is, it is more like a, a sporting match, you know. It really has got the engagement, it's got the excitement, you've got everyone involved. Um, it's Yeah, it's it's really quite uh, a good thing. So we will, we will roster a reporter on every Saturday to cover auctions. And that's been just something we've introduced in the last 12 months, just because of the way the market has changed so much here in Queensland post COVID. Um, and yeah, that's been been a really new element for us and something that's engaging a whole, whole different and, and new audience as well. And so um, it's great it's great for those auctioneers from different agencies who want to get their profile out there so they'll, um, they can sponsor it for the day um, and we'll follow them around and, and live stream it on our website. And we'll also do a, a live blog every Saturday now, which is about um, getting the results as they come in from auctions and just quickly putting them in, um, quick, straightforward sort of results, how much it sold for, how many bids there were, how many bidders were registered, um, and where it was and 
it just allows people to be able to, you know, just have a quick look at, at what things are happening and um, what's happening in the market. And that's also proven to be really successful as well. When I come back in my next life, I want that job, actually. <laughs> I just want to run around on Saturday watching watching the auctions. I reckon that would be such a great job. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there a way, if, if agents are listening to this, is there a way to tap into the popularity of that and, you know, turn it into a story or a piece of content for themselves? Like what would you recommend if they do get picked up by, by the Saturday Reporter? Oh, definitely. So um, what we also ask of agents in the lead up is to help promote it as much as possible. So we will we'll sit down sort of usually on a, on a Thursday and we'll wait till it gets a bit later in the week and we'll have a look um, usually through realestate.com at, at how many properties are for auction in Queensland coming up on the Saturday. And then we'll ring around, just basically ring around some of the agents and um, or some of the auctioneers often about how many they're, they're hosting that day and which ones they think are likely to sell or likely to be um, exciting enough to, to film. There'll be just some sometimes that they'll know that probably won't sell under the hammer. So um, that gives us an indication of which ones we should schedule in. And so we'll, by that, we'll then, we'll then schedule them in. But then we'll also, once we have our list, we'll, we'll let the agents know uh, for each of those properties and the auctioneers and we'll tell them to let their database know because obviously you've all got a, they've all got a database and or they put out a newsletter every week and um, they've got social channels. It's a great way to be able to say, hey, tune in on Saturday at this time. Um, if you can't make it to the auction, we'll be live um, on the Karuna website. Don't forget. And then also the replays. So you can they can continually uh, use their links to to keep promoting the content long after the auction has happened as well. Um, so that's why it's so important to, to let us know um, if you do have an auction coming up or if you've just got a result, um, if we can't make it to live stream it, then give us a call throughout the day and let us know what the result is. We'll get some comments from you and, and add a bit of color into the auction. If we one of our reporters couldn't make it to that particular one, that's, that's an agent's chance to get their, their name um, on the blog and, and sometimes in the, in the story because we'll always write a rap story for the Sunday paper as well um, on some of the biggest auctions of the day. So there's a chance to get in print and online um, just by letting us know about it. Like we will obviously try to reach out to as many agents as possible on the day, but um, I think, yeah, just don't be afraid to sort of reach out to us as much as possible as well because we... We can't um, stress that enough. It's really important. Yeah, that's right. If you don't ask, the answers always no, right? You've actually just got yeah. to get get in there. Yeah, yeah, and and we're not going to um, knock you back unless um, unless it's really not newsworthy. But there, that's I think that's been a good way to promote a lot of smaller agents as well, who we might not have always um, covered in the magazine or in, or in print. These auctions that are being held now, sort of further afield, and some of the the outer suburbs of Brisbane um, that would never have had auctions before, uh, they're now sort of getting their name in the paper and online for the first time ever because they're, they're having auctions and um, selling for, you know, $200,000 over reserve in, in some cases. And so, yeah, it's, it's been, been good to be able to sort of chat to some new faces and, and new names out there. 
Amazing. What a, what a time to be a real estate editor up here. <laughs> it's like, you know, with all these changes and, and auctions gaining popularity and stuff like that, it's amazing. It's been a busy 12 months. It's been a really, it's been a lot of change um, amidst COVID as well and having to just sort of adapt to, you know, the changing audiences, um, obviously drops in advertising revenue for a while there when there was all the uncertainty, but now things are, are really, you know, back and, and full speed ahead and there's really no signs of things slowing down at the moment particularly in that prestige um, sector of the market um, it's it's quite incredible and everyone's just kind of thinking how long is it going to last for yeah well I think um, you know if, if if the reports around the country are anything to go by there's going to be a lot more people wanting to come into Queensland so mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't see it slowing down no no the interstate migration figures certainly show that and I think once the international borders open we'll, we'll see a new wave or at least that's what what everyone keeps saying so it's it has. It's been a really interesting time, and um, yeah, exciting to be to be across. And and just, there's just quite a, a vibe and an atmosphere out there, um, which is, is interesting. I mean, markets like the Gold Coast in particular, where I know you're, you're based, Sam. I mean, their prices are changing daily. daily. <laughs> yeah, it really, is, it's just incredible how how quickly things are going there. I mean, there was a house there just recently. You might have heard of the Palms in Burley Heads, which um, sold for a record when it originally sold back in May for three point seven five million, and then it was put back on the market um, for three point nine million um, just two weeks ago, and then sold again within six days for four point. 4.03, I think, but you don't quote me on that. But that just shows you, like, nothing yeah. done to that property. It's just a matter of, of months and days. And yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> In- interesting. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elizabeth, it's been great to um, to meet you and have a chat with all, have a chat to you about all things editorial. And I know that um, you know agents listening to this are going to get a lot of good tips um, out of our chat about reaching the media and, and getting editorial coverage and that sort of thing. Um, so I want to thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. Oh, and, and, yeah, and thank you for sharing your experience. Um, and there's one final question I ask all of my guests, and that is if you had one final piece of advice or one final takeaway for everyone, what would it be? Oh, I think I might have probably touched on it earlier when I said from an agent's perspective particularly, um, there's no such thing as a, as a dumb story just don't be afraid to, to contact us about a piece of information that you think might make a story. We'll let you know if it isn't, um, but just just let us know anything that might be a little bit quirky, a little bit interesting. Um, I often find agents, I'll speak to them and they'll tell me about something that happened a couple of months ago and I'll be like, why didn't you let me know about that? And they'll say, oh, I didn't think it was worth, worth the story. And it's like, well, just... Let me not <laughs> keep in regular contact. Um, don't be afraid to do that. And the other thing, um, and I think it just goes for in any profession really, but just something I've really learned is just to have, have pride and, and passion in, in what you do and, and, and feel that, that purpose at all times. And I'm particularly feeling it now that I'm in this niche and this um, specialised industry and I'm sure a lot of agents are, are really feeling it, but it's so easy to get carried away um, with things at the moment, you know, the, the glitz and glamour of, of how it's happening, but there's so many people out there that are also really struggling to get a property. And I always remember um, the, 
the time that the JFK, President JFK, um, in 1961, visited NASA headquarters and he said to the cleaner at the time, um, what do you do here? And he said, I help people get to the moon. And that's just always stuck with me. I just think, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you can always make a difference. And as long as you know what your purpose is um, in life, then it's important to have pride and hold on to that. Yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. I help people get to the moon. Elizabeth Tilly, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Sam. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com. 